Hey, everybody, welcome back to Frank Presents the Play Call. I'm joined with Bree today. We're kind of short staffed. Hi, Bree. How you doing? I got a new wall. Yes. Doesn't her wall look amazing? Look, Bree. That, 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 that cord is going to be hidden, and I'm going to put like a little, little bookshelf, not like a little table at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to put a little, like a bigger floating shelf, like right in the middle with my Steelers helmet signed by Ryan Shazier. Oh, that's going to be dope. It's that coming a long cool. way. My room is so cute. It's me. It's completely me. Nothing girly and glamorous. That ain't me. Okay. I was trying to uh get the wireless mic going so I get this out of my way. Um yeah, so last week we didn't record. Um we had a lot of stuff going on. Bree had family in town. Nikki got pinned to yes, Chief. Nikki got pinned to Chief. That's where I was at. And June had daddy daughter dance Friday. So I was out of town coming back Saturday. So we just decided to to take a week off pretty much. And so this episode we're gonna kind of we're gonna recap. Week three and week four, and discuss some of the news. It's just us, so we're gonna do it like we used to do and uh, keep it pushing. So I'm gonna pass over to Bree. Okay. Uh, so Bree can so do. So week three. All right. So on Thursday, the 49ers beat the Giants 30 to 12. On Sunday, the Steelers beat the Raiders 23 18. The Browns beat the Titans 27 to 3. The Lions beat the Falcons 20 to 6. The Packers beat the Saints 18 to 17. The Dolphins beat the Broncos 70 to 20. The Chargers beat the Vikings 28-24. The Patriots beat the Jets 15 to 10. The Bills beat the Commanders 37 to 3. Texans beat the Jaguars 37 to 17. Colts beat the Ravens 22 to 19 in overtime. The Seahawks beat the Panthers 37-27. The Chiefs beat the Bears 41 to 10. And the Cardinals beat the Cowboys 28-16. And on Monday, September 25th, the Eagles beat the Bucks 25-11. And the Bengals beat the Rams 19-16. So we can talk about um, a few of those games from week three before we do week four. Recaps in on week three, Nikki ended up winning the pickups with 12 correct predictions. That's good. I'm going to look some stuff up because um, week three was week three. Um, I mean, as far as my team goes, um, you know, <laughs> you just got to uh, enjoy it and uh, take the good with the bad. No, um, I think this season's a wash. I'll be the first to admit it. Defense is taking hits. Gonzalez is gone now. Obviously, we're going to probably discuss that. Judon's out. So, we beat the Jets. That's not a big whoop-de-doo. We scored 15 points. I don't think the Patriots scored more than 20 points in a game yet. Um, and that's kind of crazy to say that, right? Because you got this offense. Okay, I'm lying. Yeah, no, no. no not more than 20 points. They uh, scored 20 against the Eagles, 17 against the Dolphins, 15 against the thing, and three against the – well, we'll talk about that. But anyways, um, so the biggest thing for me that week um, – in week three was probably the way the let me see. Yep. The Dolphins manhandled the Broncos. Um, you know, it was it was embarrassing. 70 to 20. They could have broke the record if they would have just kicked a field goal. 
And Mike McDaniels was like, oh, no, we didn't want to uh, disrespect them or, you know, this thing. So we didn't break the record. But you're in the stands. Yeah, you're in the stands having fans pick plays from your play card. Yeah, like, that's disrespectful. I, I, I don't know if it's in the notes or not, but we got time. It's just us. I think the Broncos in that game, I mean, the Patriots kept the Dolphins to 24, 25 points. Um, the Bills, well, we'll talk about that. But they're not, I mean, was it the defense let them down? You know, like, was it, was it, I, I, just, I don't know, 70 to 20. That's not just a, a, a offensive debacle. Um, yeah. Not at all. No. Um, and that's the biggest one for me, the biggest disappointment, I guess, and in, in that week was that game right there. You know, you 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 expect more out of a team or organization. Uh, maybe the next one be Baker Mayfield and the Bucks versus the Eagles. They, you know, barely did anything. I think he has probably his worst game of the season. There was mm-hmm. two picks. And I mean, Jalen Hurts didn't play good either. He had 227 yards with one touchdown and two picks. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like he had a great game either, but you know. Those two teams kind of disappointing in a sense. The Broncos and the Bucks in Week Three. Um, for Week Three, my highlighted games, of course, Steelers defeating the Raiders. Um, that was the only game we've had this season where our offense was doing something, and they look like an offense. And the only reason why is because. Mike Tomlin had the play card in his hand for the first time, calling plays, and it worked out in our favor. Mm-hmm. Um, our defense also did pretty good, but that doesn't take away that the Raiders looked also really, really good. That was a that was a good game. It was a close game. We still have a lot of work we need to do, um, but I was happy with how our offense played in week three versus how they played in week one and week two. Yeah, we won in week two, but our offense was we won in week two against the Browns because of the defense. If it Mm -hmm. wasn't for the defense, we wouldn't have won. to be honest with you. Two out of the three touchdowns against the Browns were defensive touchdowns. One Mm -hmm. pick six and one um, fumble recovery touchdown. So um, we would have lost that game if it wasn't for our defense. And I'm happy we have such a strong defense and strong players on our defense but we can't always rely on the defense. The quarterback and the offense has to do their job. Their job is to score. The defense job is to stop from scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, another game, um, there's two more games that really stood out to me. The second game is uh, Saints at Packers. That was a good game. It was Jordan Love's debut home game as a starting quarterback. It was 17-0 up into the fourth quarter. And the Panther or the Packers scored 18 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. Um, Jordan Love had 259 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, <clears throat> but Olave for the uh the wide receiver for New Orleans also took off that game. I think the defense for the Saints got complacent because the score was 17-0 up into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That they were like, Oh, yeah, we got this game, we won, you know. But fourth quarter comebacks are always iconic. And that was a good, 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 amazing ending to that game and a good victory for the Packers. And the next game I want to touch on that really stood out to me was Texans versus Jaguars. In that game week three, CJ Stroud got his group. He knows 
what he's doing now. He got his group. He is playing like an NFL quarterback. We'll speak a little bit more with four when it comes to him. But he is playing NFL caliber, and he got his group really quick. Mm -hmm. That entire team, that offense, especially in Houston, is clicking, and they are clicking really well. Uh, Demeco, the head coach, he knows what he's doing over there. Um, I still think C.J. Stroud should have been the number one draft pick overall. Um, and when we get into week four, I'll explain why. Um, but he's doing his thing. And shout out to C.J. Stroud. And also that that Texas defense is pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Texas is coming around pretty good. Um, I haven't watched many of their games, but D'Amico Ryan's over there. He's doing a good job, even though he's a defensive coach. Um, mm-hmm. The offense is starting to work. Um, and it's going to come together. I, I, I hate to say this, but maybe by next year, Jags might not have the hold in the South like a lot of people think they're going to have with the Texans coming up. And they have all this money because they don't have to pay the quarterback right now. You know, so they have they still have money to go out and build on that. I think that anybody that sees any kind of success in that team this year um, could be like, well, you know what, I'm a veteran player that could bring some expertise, maybe looking to go somewhere where I can make an impact, possibly win or teach somebody how to win, I'm going to go there, you know? And that could be the difference in that team going to the next level or or not, you know? All right, now we're going to get into week four. So week four, on Thursday, the Lions beat the Packers 34-20. to On Sunday, October 1st, the Texans beat the Steelers 30-6. to the Jags beat the Falcons 23-7. The Bills beat the Dolphins 48-20. The Broncos beat the Bears 31-28. The Ravens beat the Browns 28-3. The Titans beat the Bengals 27-3. The Rams beat the Colts, the Colts 29-23. The Bucks beat the Saints 26-9. The Eagles beat the Commanders in overtime 34-31. The Vikings beat the Panthers 21-13. The Chargers beat the Raiders 24-17. The Cowboys beat the Patriots 38-3. The 49ers beat the Cardinals 35-16. The Chiefs beat the Jets 23-20. And on Monday, October 2nd, the Seahawks beat the Giants 24-3. And Frank won week four predictions with a total of... Thirteen correct predictions. How would so four, all of our records are one and four. Mm. <laughs> so I think for me that week, uh, obviously my team getting beat um, the way they did. At first they were moving the ball pretty good, and then it just went downhill from there. Mac Jones had two interceptions. Um, it, the, I can't say that it's not now. You have offensive coordinators, so what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. um, what, what what are you going to do? You you started getting beat. You stopped running the ball with Zeke. You stopped running the ball with Ramondre Stevenson. Um, everybody said the way to get to 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 Michael Parsons is run the ball at him, and people like we went away from that. My my concern, and, and this is where I kind of get upset with Bill, is you're the general manager. When why don't you bring in a wide, a true wide receiver one? That's not to say that Kendrick Bourne isn't one or that Devontae Parker is in one, but they're not one. They're not, there's nothing scary about our offense. So if you stop the run game and now you got McCorkle out there looking like he can't throw the ball. So now people are not going to be scared of the pass game. So I can load the box. Your biggest threat is, is the run. I'm going to load the box. I'm not going to let you run it. Now I'm going to force you to throw it, but you have nobody with separation. 
you have nobody with separation. And I felt like what he was doing when he threw those two picks is he wasn't even going through his progression. I felt that he got so um he got so what's the word I'm looking for? Um tunnel vision with the one receiver that that's all he looked at. He didn't look off the safety. He didn't try to do anything to to create a you know uh um to to scheme it to where he can get the ball to the receiver. And and it made Dallas look so great that everybody was talking about, oh my God, it demolished the the Patriots. First off, like I was saying er earlier from recovering or recapping week three, we haven't scored more than 20 points in a game yet. So if I'm a defense or I'm a team going to play the Patriots, all I got to do is keep them under 20 and I'm going to win the game. So that's not a big deal. Now, if, if he was doing to, if, if the, if we were scoring like the Dolphins and the Bills did with the Dolphins, like what the Bills did to the Dolphins, that's something worth talking about. But with the Patriots, no, it's not even a, a thing. It's not, it's not a, a a thing at all. Yeah, so that's that's the biggest thing for me that week um, was that game, and then again the Bills, the Bills dismantling the 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 Dolphins was mm -hmm. dope to see that. Um, you know, I think a Josh Allen that's not giving the ball up and not creating turnovers and and protecting the ball and they're scoring. I mean, look, uh, Diggs had 120 yards with three touchdowns. He had – Allen had 320 yards with four touchdowns. Whenever you get that production, bro, that team is unstoppable. And then you got – and then you have the defense that's going to do what it does, you know? So that's my two biggest things. Um, Deshaun Watson in place, so I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, excuse me. Oh, the Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah, what's going on with the Bengals? Yep, the Bengals are one and three. Joe Burrow looked completely horrible against the Titans. Um, Jamar Chase uh isn't happy. Um, you know, it goes back to the to the to the calf sprain, you know? Um, and 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 they said, why don't you sit out the first five weeks? And, you know, I'd rather have a healthy burrow than to have an injured burrow. And Burrow's like, well, I just got paid. I don't want to sit on the bench. They just paid me. But listen, bro, you now you're playing and they can't protect you, which I don't understand how is that you have him on your offense and you can't even protect him. You could have won a Super Bowl if you was able to protect him. You could have probably won last year if you was able to protect him. You, you're not protecting him, and he's getting hurt on top of that because he can't scramble out the pocket. So, you know, that's that's the biggest thing to me is like, man, you know, and, and that's Joe Burrow in there. You know, I couldn't stand they beat a backup, but they didn't beat a backup. They beat the starter. And they beat him like he 27 to 3. Man, they made Tannehill went for 240 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Mm -hmm. And Derrick Henry, 22 carries, 120, <clears throat> 122 yards, one touchdown. Yep. Jamar yeah. Chase had seven receptions. And 73 yards total. Yep. But you know how you stop Henry from running that ball like that? You put up points by passing the ball, and then they can't run the ball no more. They're going to pass. And now you force Tannehill to be somebody he's not. But mm -hmm. they put up 21 points on him on the second quarter. That's crazy. That's just my take for week four. Um, My take for week four is, um, of course, I'm going with my game. 30 to 6 to the Texans. Um, fire Matt Canada. Fire Matt Canada. There is no reason for us to continue to have him as our offensive coordinator. Something that Stephen A. Smith did say on a uh, first take was that 
since we hired Matt Canada in 2020-2021 season, the Steelers have not had a 400-yard passing game. Every team in the NFL since then has had at least one, so we've had zero. Now, we have such great weapons on our offense, and it is sickening to see that our offense cannot get it together. You know, he is the issue. He is the problem. Prime example, week three, they did not let him call any plays. Mike Tomlin had the play card in his hand for the first time since 2018, calling the offensive plays. And look at our offense. We have talent. We have weapons, you know. Um, He's our issue. We're going three and out every single play. And our defense is getting tired. So, of course, the Mm -hmm. Texans are going to run all over our defense. They get 30-second breaks, and then they have to go right back out there. That's not okay. That is not fine. That's not okay. Um, so I was very, very, very disgusted with the performance that the Pittsburgh Steelers do have on Sunday. We better get it together because we have the Ravens this week. So we we better get it together. It's a divisional game. I know those are different, but we better get it together. Um, but on the other side, shout out to CJ Stroud. He had 306 yards and two touchdowns. And then Pierce had 24 carries for 80 one yards, and then their wide receiver Collins had 168 yards and two touchdowns. The Texans have it together. The Texans are a team to look out for and to watch out for. They made power moves in the drafts. They made power moves during the offseason, and they are proving it. So big shout-out to the Texans. They are doing everything right. Um, D'Amico is doing everything right over there. Um, Another game that I want to talk about is the Jets and the Chiefs. Um, If it I feel like the the Jets got cheated. I'm not even going to lie. They got cheated. There was a holding call, evident holding call to allow Patrick Mahomes to run like 30 yards that they did not call. And then they waited until to see if the pass was going to be intercepted before they threw that flag against um, Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Um, The the Jets could have won that game. It would have been amazing to watch the Jets win that game. It would have been iconic. Um, they did, um, they did good. Zach Wilson had a phenomenal game, 245 yards, two touchdowns. It's the best he's done. Um, Pacheco also had a great game for the, um, Carolina, I meant for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and Lazard also got a touchdown. So, um, I just, I, I want the Jets to do better. They, they were so hyped on this off season due to Aaron Rodgers, but with him, you know, hurt, they, they got to keep, they got to keep it up. You know, don't let, the hurtness of Aaron Rodgers be the reason why you guys have a downfall. Um, so that's it. And the Seahawks destroyed the Giants. It, it got so bad that I started feeling bad for Daniel Jones. I felt completely bad for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, when he runs the ball, they do amazing. The minute he throws the ball is when everything goes wrong. And um, two of the um, – the second interception that he threw – was his wide receiver spot, not his. I will I will say that. Um, he don't have – he has Darren Waller, you know, but they don't have no true weapons on that offense for him. And it's like he runs the ball, he gets them in first down or gets them in the red zone. He throws the ball, it's either picked or incomplete pass. So um, he's not a bad quarterback, uh, 203 yards, two interceptions. Um, the wide receivers need to learn how to run their routes. And um, – that offense need to get it together. The the so 
let's talk about the Jets. Uh, um, because I missed that. Um, I yeah, Frank was like hours. this. Yeah, I was asleep. I was asleep. Um, I forgot <laughs> what I took. Uh, yeah, I forgot what I took, but I know I had a few drinks too. I think I took some Zico. I'm not sure, but anyways, um, I was out. I was tired. I was beat. I'm, I was passed out. So I would have been mad if I would have saw it. Um, and look, in, in football, any sport, a little bit of luck goes a long way, okay? But I, I would say, and if anybody wants to argue, we could, the, the, the Chiefs do get away with a lot of holding calls. Um, not just this year, last year. Um, the, the, the call was sauce. I saw the play. There was no, there was, they, they should never threw the flag. I looked at the replay. But you want to ensure the team wins. No, don't do that. Don't don't jerk these guys out of it. You know, um, don't don't take away from them playing this game. Like you said, that win by the Jets, if they would have been able to upset the the Chiefs, what that could have did for the confidence of someone, the boost of someone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We're not saying that the Jets would have went to the Super Bowl, but you not throwing that flag or you not or you calling a hold because there's a reason why he gets so open. It's and it's not because. Or, or it's not all the time because they're covering downfield, you know? I think it was just everyone was so mad about the flag. I'm going to find a clip so I can show you. The ref, the, the the holding that they gave Sauce was like way before they he even threw the pass for it to be intercepted. So the way the ref was looking was he was waiting to see if the ball was going to be intercepted mm-hmm. or incomplete. And the minute the ball was picked is when he threw the flag. But yeah, the holding out. that he called on Sauce happened like 15 seconds before the interception. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody was in a ruckus because of that. Yeah, he was just trying to see if it was going to be impacted or not. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at the stats. Mahomes threw for he netted, he netted 197 yards. He went 18 of 30. His average was 6.8. He had one touchdown, two interceptions, and a fumble. He was sacked one time for six-yard loss, and he had a QBR of 65 and a rating of 63. Um, Zach Wilson went 20 of 39, so he missed 11. 20, 200, he netted 228 yards. He averaged 6.3. He threw for two touchdowns, no interceptions, sacked twice for a loss of 17 yards, and had a QBR of 66 and a rating of 105.2. Um, the only category that I see that in on offense that they outplayed the the Jets was rushing. They had 204 rushing with Mahomes having 51, Pacheco having 115, Sky Moore 19, and Clyde Clyde Edwards Hilaire having 12 and McKinnon having seven. I just feel to me, you um you can't do players like that. I'm sorry. You can't take that away from them. You know they out there training. It, it's the the pay, the 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 Chiefs are going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they lose a game, it's okay. But I just feel like they're just trying to protect them. I, like you know they did for the Patriots for so many years, the Colts for others. Every team had their their chance. You know, um, at one point or another, when you got the favorite quarterback on the field. But it's don't do that to them, man. It it, it sucks. Um, you want to be a co-host so I can show you Sauce Gardner's tweet from it? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Let me uh get this here. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to talk about, we already said the Bengals. So with the Steelers, it, they they don't typically get rid of coaches and, and coordinators like that. Do you think that 
the ownership is or the general manager is going to end up having to do it if the if it continues going the way it's going. Yeah. Do you think Tomlin would 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 advocate for that? Because the way I see it is for Omar, yeah. Well, the thing is, at this point, he's at jeopardy of losing his uh, um, consecutive winning seasons. Yes, he's at yes big jeopardy. Um, I sent the clip over to um, Frank and them yesterday. Uh, Matt Canada was celebrating the win over the Raiders, and <laughs> Chris Boswell said it wasn't because of you, and I can guarantee you yeah. that. <laughs> it, like. He was fired. Canada was trending for three days straight mm -hmm. on in the United States. Number three trending in the United States. Um, yes, he he he's the problem. He is like he's the big problem. Our defense is good. Our defense lacked so bad because, like I said, we went three and out every single time our offense went on the field. Yeah, and our defense had to come. They didn't have a chance to rest, yeah. take a break, drink water, nothing, tie their cleat, nothing. Yeah, examine like the little pictures on the tablet. Nothing. They they have time to prepare for the next drive. Mm -mm. Nope. Okay. So once so screen start broadcast. All right. Do you see my screen? Yeah. Okay. okay. So Sauce Gardner tweeted, since we're commenting, let me say it from my perspective. For starters, it was about five to seven yards from the line of scrimmage, not 15. Two, I extended my arms and he made the choice to lean on me with all of his weight, which caused my hand to slide to the back of his pad, not his neck. I didn't grab him. I actually made a conscious effort to remove my right arm, as you can see in this video. Then he tried to swim his right hand and I pushed his arm down with my left hand, blapped my ass off. There y'all have it. It was not a holding or illegal contact. Oh, my fault. It was holding because he threw the flag. So this is the video that. That's not holding me. He mm -hmm. hit... And the he ball had... wasn't even intercepted yet. Yeah, like, he was the, the pick on... wasn't even like nowhere near to be. Thrown. Yeah, he was like had his hand on him and then he cut inside. Mm -hmm. So if you cut inside naturally, I'm a wrap, right? But he doesn't even clinch. Mm -hmm. His hand is still open. It was the it was the receiver it, that was a a veteran move. Who was that? Valdez Scanlon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a veteran move. He knew that, uh, and, and that's what them quarterbacks do. We've said it plenty of times. You know, um, if you want to get the pi, if you got like a third and 18, 20 yard, and you want to get that pi, throw the ball short, deep, make the receiver have to come back. The defender's not watching for the ball yet, so he he's there in front. It blocks him. It's a pi. And, and you get the first down. The, the, this is this is typical. Uh, uh, this is what the, the referees have to be smart, right? The refs have to be smart and and make a decision that 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 right there stops mm -hmm. him from catching the ball. Did it impede him from? Did it stop him from catching the ball? Did it prevent him from running his route? Um, yeah, you got what five yards within five yards to touch somebody within the first ten to bump him. And then it's not a holding. He, no, that that was them securing the bag for for the Chiefs. If he would have caught it, there wouldn't be no flag. If he would have missed it, there would have been a flag. And if he would, if he intercepted it, it would have been a flag. That was the whole thing. 
to help Mahomes out. So, bless you. Okay. <clears throat> so, next topic. Hold on, June sent me something to, to talk about on the podcast. June? Can y'all talk about this? <laughs> what he said? Let me send it to myself. Um, okay, so next topic we could talk about is um, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are officially dating and the NFL is making it all about her. Um, I like Taylor Swift. A lot of people are angry. And I understand why, you know, because people who love and enjoy football like us is now not football when it's everything is about Taylor Swift. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco got a touchdown and he showed Taylor Swift. Um, everything is about her. Now, I would say that I think the world's going crazy because Taylor Swift has never really been public with her relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, week three was her first NFL game that she's ever attended. But also, you can't get mad at Taylor when she hasn't said a word. All she's doing is going to the games and watching it. She's not telling people to put the camera on her. Mm. She's not talking about on a podcast with her brother, cough, cough, you know. Um, She's doing absolutely nothing. She's just existing. And if anything, be mad at the commentators for bringing her up every five seconds. Be mad at the cameraman for showing Taylor every five seconds. Uh, Be mad at Travis Kelsey for talking about it on his podcast to boost more ratings and bring all the Swifties Mm -hmm. over there so they can hear him talk about Taylor. X, Y, and Z, and she's doing absolutely nothing. I understand, like, yeah, it's annoying, you know, but don't get mad at her when she's doing absolutely nothing but just breathing and existing. Um, She's not talking about it. She hasn't made one post, not one nothing at all. So um, I don't know. I, I like Taylor Swift. The, the couple to me is weird, you know. Um, Taylor's, uh, Travis Kelsey also did state that um, – He's gained a lot more clout dating Taylor than he did winning the Super Bowl. So I think he's also clout feeding off of it. The fame that he's also arriving to it. I think he does like her for her personality because they were a secret for so long until she went to the game. Um, But I like Taylor Swift. I just want the NFL to stop making it about her, you know? But I'm mad at her. She gave her coins, but I don't for anybody listening, it's not Taylor's fault. She's doing absolutely nothing wrong. She she gets she it's the effect. It's the effect. Um, you know, and and I think it's it's I mean, I don't really have much to say on it. Taylor Swift, you know, I ain't got no beef for her. Uh Travis Kelsey, I just find it interesting. Um and of course he's loving it, you know, he's loving it. Like you said, his ratings are up. They're, they're getting more. He talked of, like he's he talked about like how much fame and clout he's gotten dating her. Yeah, like she definitely. That's a red flag her. right there. I'm sorry, that's a red flag. That's um, a huge red flag. He he um, you know, of course, is helping him out. It's helping the team out. Sales went up almost 807 percent. Um, their home she, games are sold out. Yeah, whole games are sold out because she's gonna be there. Which is crazy. You know, it's funny. No, how, she's about to start her tour. 
But so the thing about it is, right, that's funny to me is here you got Mahomes winning you two Super Bowls. Those games should be sold out anyways. You know what I'm saying? Your team is winning. Like you're when when you go into NFL season, the 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 Chiefs are the team that people are talking about. Oh, Super Bowl Chiefs. Super Bowl Chiefs. AFC Championship Chiefs. Um, so them tickets should be sold out anyways. They should be, they should be, you know, you shouldn't be able, you should be on a waiting list. Um, but then she comes along, and of course he's loving it. His ratings probably for his podcast has gone up. Um, his his jersey sales. his jersey sell four hundred percent. Um, he's gained almost a million followers on Instagram. Yeah, come on. Now. I mean, he's gonna lose it all when she leaves him. It, it'll be it'll be back. They'll be burning his jersey and stuff. But um, yeah. hey, you know what? Um, I want them to be happy. You know, I hope that she. And him are having a good relationship, and I hope he he's he's happy, she's happy, and they having a happy relationship. I really don't have much to say about it except uh, to stop jerking other players off so they <laughs> y'all could win. Um, but that'd be hypocritical on my part. So it is. Um, Sauce Gardner also tweeted, but he ended up deleting it that maybe if I was a Swifty, that flag would have been thrown, would have yeah. been thrown on me. And I, I would never take it off. Listen, what, what, what Travis going to do, fight you? He ain't gangster. That He's not built like that. You know, it's, it's yeah. a game. He knows what's up. They know what's up. Those teams know what's up. The, the Super Bowl, that hold they call, they know what's up with that. The, the hit or out of bounds to help Mahomes get closer. That, that they, everybody knows what's up with that. Everybody knows that Mahomes has times when he's running out of bounds he waits to see if you're going to hit him, and he'll either step out of bounds or he'll he when you hold up, he'll cut back in and try to run for more yards. So no, listen, they know what's up. They 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 do it all the time. Taylor Swift, keep going to the games, girl. Keep going. Yes. Um. Now we have, uh, J.C. Jackson gets traded to the Patriots for a fourth round pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. So how do you feel about that new addition? Um, I feel no way about it. Um, can I, to be honest with you, um, is he was good with us. That's what got in the bag. Frankie sent me something. Um, when the trade happened, he, um, I'm going to see if I find it. Hold on. And it's, a uh, um, I'm going to see if I can share it. I don't even know how to share my screen, but I can airdrop it and, uh, share it. Uh, hold on. Where is, did I have oh my God right here? So basically it's like a little diagram of like a, a a thing right and uh hold on let me see if i could save the picture save the photo okay let me airdrop it to myself and i'll I'll share my screen it is crazy how he uh this look and it's it's the typical patriot way uh belichick's way of of doing things oh let me see <laughs> i was Oh, there it goes. Okay. All right. Let me open it up. Oh, hold on. And this is what happens with all his players, right? They they get the money and then you you they go somewhere else and then it fails and they come back. So look, it says play well for the Patriots, secure the black elsewhere, suck with a new team, get cut, return to the Patriots for cheap. <laughs> that's that's the truth, and that's what they do. Um, they needed to do that with Gonzalez out. They they needed mm -hmm. help in the secondary, um, especially with Judon not being there. 
to apply mm-hmm. the pressure. I'm surprised they didn't go after Jamie Collins. He just retired. Um, and now they, they have to, they need that help. So he knows the system. He knows Belichick. I, I'm, I'm, it's okay, but my biggest concern is the offense. Uh, we have good running backs. Um, I think we have good tight ends, but we don't have a true wide receiver one. So why are you not trading for a wide receiver one? Why are you not going after, hey, a Marquise Brown, you know, go after him. Uh, uh, go after somebody else. I, I don't know. Find somebody. Uh, there's teams out there that can are willing to to part ways, you know, um, and get Mac Jones a wide receiver one. Or get them a better offensive line. Find a piece that's missing, because as as long as they keep going that way, it's it is it is what it is. I I don't I don't expect much honestly. I, I'm I'm already counting the season as a wash, and um, I'm preparing myself to be very disappointed the rest of the season. And it's only week five. All right. Um, also, we have Chase Claypool got traded to the Miami Dolphins. I like that. I do, too. Shout out to Chase Claypool. I love that. Um, next, we have in the first public comment since June, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor told reporters, it feels really good to be healthy. The main goal was to be healthy and play football and that he's physically ready to play with the Colts. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that that return. Um and showing them I want I want to see what that looks like. Um Colts are looking good. Uh Anthony Richardson is playing pretty good. Um they they've been surprising, uh, to be honest with you. It's kind of hard. I, I sometimes doubt should I pick against them because when I have, they come through and they actually play pretty good, and you're like, oh wow. So with Jonathan Taylor, it's gonna make it better. I still don't know who the wide receiver one is, um, the receiving core. So, but we'll see. I mean. It's in his best interest to play the game if he wants that big contract later, you know? So mm-hmm. to go from there. Yes. Um, okay. We're going to talk about those. Okay. Now we'll do this picture since rookie ratings. So we'll do these two. So the first one. All right. So I already voted for mine, but looking at this picture, who would you vote? Who would you say is the rookie of the week for week four? So you have CJ Stroud, Devon Achain, Anthony Richardson, Bijan Robinson, Devin Witherspoon, or Puka Nakua. Well, you know, I what? say CJ Stroud. Well, I I love I love Nakua too, but I'm about to Stroud. say this dude's a problem, and now they get Cooper Cup back. Yeah, Cooper them Cup's twenty one day window had opened up this week, so. Yeah. Yes, so, but rookie of the week, I would definitely have to say CJ Stroud. I mean, you for me, the, you're gonna go with the quarterback. I mean, that's just what it is. I I don't see he he just won. What's his record? Texas is two and two right now. Mm-hmm. Um, his his stats are they pretty. They won back to back games. Well, and their wins were. Hold on. Hold on one second, Frank. Well, on the season, while you look that up, on the season, he has he's already at twelve hundred and twelve passing yards, with six touchdowns. Um, mm-hmm. The dude, he's he's a problem. Mm-hmm. We're being honest, he's he's doing pretty good. Again, mm-hmm. people don't realize that that this is a, a a guy that's just started playing in a team that was horrible last year. 
And mm-hmm. that's where he's at. Uh, I want to see season leaders. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks. Look, look, I meant to put this one up here too. So it says CJ Stroud is the only six player in NFL history. I forgot what the rest of it was, but let me find it on Instagram because I took a screenshot of it. Hold on. What was the Instagram ESPN NFL? Okay. Yeah, I, I forgot, it. but he's up there with those people. He got to be an icon. Let me not, not throwing an interception within uh, uh certain amount of completions. That's what is it, it really? Yeah. That's what it was. Oh uh, Yeah. In yeah. the first uh first three three games too, I think. Something like that. No yeah. interceptions so, in the first three games. He's number five in passing yards as a quarterback. Uh touchdowns, uh, he's not up there because you got uh Kirk Cousins with eleven and Justin Fields with eleven. Um, I think those are the two the, the most right now. Uh and then interceptions, he only has zero. So he I wanna say. When it comes down to it, um, I'm trying to find his name because they haven't mixed in with anybody who doesn't have a let – me, let me do it this way. Hold on. So, obviously, some of these guys are not even starters. So, I think he's the only quarterback that hasn't thrown an interception. No, him and Brock Purdy. Actually, no, mm-hmm. yeah, him and Brock Purdy, the only two quarterbacks that are starters – that haven't thrown an interception. Gino, that Jameis Winston started, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbo, um, Adrian O'Connell, and Anthony Richardson all have only one interception on the season. So CJ's playing well, man. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a hard. Uh, his completion percentage is pretty horrible, but yeah, I would go with him second. Uh, the Nakua guy, mm-hmm. and then Devin uh, Ashane, mm-hmm. Devon Ashane has really stepped up big time for for um for them. As yes, a, he has. He has definitely stepped up. Look at the uh, anger in his eyes. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm here. You're not gonna take my job. He's number six in rushing right now. And he's only played what three games? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right. And then this is the top uh rookies at the quarter mark. And number 10, we got Devon the Chain, then Anthony Richardson, then Brian Branch, then Bijan Robinson, then Sam Laporta, then Devin Witherspoon, then Christian Gonzalez, then Puka Nakua, then Jalen Carter, then CJ Stroud. Now I would do my top three would definitely be CJ Stroud. Puka Nakua and then Devin Weatherspoon, the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, because he's a monster. Yeah. He he's a freak. Um, I'll put Bijan in the top five. Uh, I like Christian Gonzalez. I will move him down too because he is injured. So I don't have okay. a problem with that, that with that look. I think it's good the way it is. But I probably would move that receiver up because he his impact. I'm looking at impact, right? That impact mm-hmm. on that team, though, he's made a big difference. Impact, yep, I agree as well. I agree as well. Next, we got some pictures. Um, NFL beef for the week is going to be really, really quick. Um, so, um. I'll just do a recap. 
and um Aaron Rodgers was on his best friend show, the Pat McAfee show, mm-hmm. and he's talking about Travis Kelsey and he called him uh Pfizer boy, Mr. Pfizer boy or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Travis Kelsey did respond to it today and was like, I didn't know I was gonna be in a vaccine war with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Mr. Pfizer versus Mr. Johnson and Johnson. And he called him Mr. Johnson and Johnson is because Aaron Rodgers does have a partnership with the Johnson and Johnsons. So it's a little funny, quick beef, but it's it's still funny. Let me ask you a it's question. Still- Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. playing that game. Oh, Do you, think, you think the refs would not call the calls they called? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, I, think, think so. I think he commands a certain level of respect from the refs. Mm-hmm. And I think that if he was in the game, it wouldn't have happened. Um, there is one. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying maybe it would have, but I, I just feel like it, it's too much of a. I don't want to say a coincidence, but they Aaron Rodgers would have been like, "Yo, y'all, y'all calling stupid plays. Like, don't don't do that. You know, like let's not do that." I'm surprised mm-hmm. he didn't address it. Surprised he didn't address it. Um, one more thing I did not add to my notes, but I will add it right now that we mm-hmm. definitely need to speak about because it burnt Frank's biscuits the other day. Oh. Was on the speak. Shading McCoy had said some words about Bill Belichick's legacy taking a hit, and that he had some not so nice things to say. And uh, Frank also had not so nice things to say as well. And the messages about Shady McCoy's comments. Um, I think with uh, Achu and. I think Joy, they were agreeing with him with the mm-hmm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to say that he's wrong. So I'll put the I'll pass it to Frank if he wants to recap what was said since that is his head coach, his team. We'll let Frank speak first and then I'll speak after. So if you want to recap what Shady McCoy basically said and then your response to it. He basically said to stop putting Andy Reid and Bill Belichick in the same conversation as Andy Reid because Andy Reid is better than him and he's the greatest head coach of all time that Andy Reid go everywhere he goes he turns the team around they're winners and so forth and so forth he's been saying this he's been saying this and you know people need to put things in perspective Andy Reid I want to say drafted him into the league I don't know when Shady McCoy started playing uh um started playing running back for the for the Eagles but I'm gonna look it up now 2009. Okay, so he was, yeah, he definitely drafted him because Andy Reid was still the head coach um, of the Eagles at that time. So up until he won the Super Bowl, up until he won the Super Bowl, Andy Reid had the most wins for a head coach that did not win a Super Bowl in the Super Bowl era. That means he couldn't make it. Andy Reid in Philadelphia went to the the NFC Championship four times lost three times and won once, and then lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That's the big Super Bowl where T.O. had broke his ankle, came back to play, was, you know, him and McNabb had to fall out, that part right there. When he got to the Chiefs in 2013, I want to say the Chiefs went 11-5 and five that year. And I was, thumbs up. Yeah, it, yeah, it does it. I don't know why that's an update. So I, I want to say that they had a winning season already. Like the Kansas City Chiefs wasn't a bad team. They probably was missing a few pieces. So if I look back, um, I said what 2015-14? They went nine and seven. Look, even if you go 2012, okay, 2013, 11 and five. 
14, 9 and 7, 15, 11 and 5, 16, 12 and 4, 17, 10 and 6, 18, 12 and 4, 19, 12 and 4. When did they win a Super Bowl? <clears throat> 2020. In 2019. They won in the 2019 season. Oh, 2019. So they, when did, and I said, see them. And yeah, they my, won February 2020. So the 2019-2020 yeah. season. And then they yep. won again in the, this past year. So let's look, let's look at something real quick. Hold on, because see, and, I, and I'm mad because Shady's not going to see this, and and mm -hmm. but he's he you know he be putting he he be putting it in his mouth too much. He got pause. So he went in 2013. So in 2013, right? So I'm gonna be mm -hmm. fair because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. They was 11 and no 11 no 11 and five, 11 and five and 13, nine and seven and 14, 11 and five, 12 and four. Now before that. The last winning season they had was 2010, and they had seven and nine and eleven and two and fourteen and twelve. But I don't know the roster in thirteen. But they had a roster. He had Alex Smith, Andy Reid was the the head coach. Uh, Jamal Charles was the running back. I want to say Chelsea was tight end. Let me see. You had passer was Smith, Alex Smith. So look, you had Smith. You went eleven and five. Nine and seven, 11 and five, 12 and four, 10 and six, and then Mahomes took over. And then when Mahomes took over, that's when you finally won your first Super Bowl. And it was in 2019 where you won it. And then you won it again in 2022 season. So, how is he any different than Bill Belichick? Belichick didn't start winning Super Bowls as a head coach until, until he got Brady. Until he got Brady. Until, and he drafted Brady. So, it wasn't like, and granted, the Brady didn't win the first few Super Bowls. The defense did. All he did was manage the game, kick a field goal. They won by four points, whatever it was. It wasn't like he did what he did against the Falcons. But for you to say that Belichick can't be put in the same sentence, yes, he can, bro. He can. And we're not even looking at his seasons with the, bro, look, 5-11 and 11 in 99. Then 11 and 5, mm -hmm. 11 and 5, 12, 4, 12, 4, 13 and 3, 6 and 10 and 05. Like he was 8 and 8 in 2007, 9 and 6 and 8, 8 and 8 and 11, 4 and 12 in, in 2012. He went 4 and 12. Like you had a losing season. It Yes, Belichick hasn't had the most success without Brady. But to sit there and say that he can't be put in the same sentence when without Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid has not won a Super Bowl. He couldn't do it, Alex Smith. He couldn't do it, McNabb. So why are we sitting here making it seem like he's better than Belichick because he's winning? No, get out of here, bro. Like you got to sit down. You got to sit down. So you go. I'm good now. He he's a bum. McCoy's a bum. I agree with everything that you say. I do. I disagree with everything that he said. I really do. Um, that's just gonna keep it that that <clears throat> that short. You you summed it all up. Um. But yeah, we'll do um, this. Our other beef of the week: Shady McCoy versus Franklin Ferrer. <laughs> uh, he's, you know, he's, he's again. And Joy Taylor's another one. Like when she talked about about uh, um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I was so upset about that. You're making it seem like Baker sucks. Like Baker's horrible. Um, you know, it's not fair that he he never mm -hmm. had the consistency of the coaching. Give Baker Mayfield Andy Reid. With consistency and watch what he does. Give him a true. Give him say, uh, Sean McVay. Give him Kyle Shanahan. Give give him these offensive coaches and watch what he does. 
All right, now we got some pictures. I'm going to put June's picture up first. Um, so he said he basically wanted to put this up since Frank keeps talking about stats. Um, so these were Jalen Hurts stats in the 2022 season. 1,120 passing yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, 66.7 completion percentage, 99.64 passer rating, 205 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns. And so far this season, 2023, he's had 959 passing yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions, 67.7 completion percentage, 92.4 passer rating, 134 rushing yards, and three rushing touchdowns. So... Hold on. The, so what? I don't know why he's showing this. Why, why is he and he said, this? he said, can you show this? Because he keeps bringing stats up. Yeah. I think, okay. what, I what think you because you, I think because um, you like to say that he's not the same as he was last year, which I agree. I disagree with you on that. I think the team as a whole isn't the same as they were last year. Correct. Um, not just Jalen Hurts. I feel like he's still phenomenal. He's still a great quarterback. Yeah. Um, but I think with the new offensive coordinator and a new defensive coordinator to having a slow start, yes, they're winning games, but I don't necessarily think it's Jalen Hurts' fault. So what I'm going to say is this. His, his numbers are comparable to last year, okay? So that means he's not too far off from his play from last year, right? No, but we're only at week five, and that's what he's accomplished so far versus so, his 2022 season. But now look at his numbers from 2021 to 2022. I'm pulling it up. I bet you his it's an increase. Let me look it up. Uh, I have it up right now. Okay. Okay. So, let's see. Okay, there we go. Um... Okay, so in 2021, no, I don't want that one. I want 2021. Oh, I got it. No, I don't. Hold on. Give me one second, Frank. No, it's, it's all good. I got it right here. He, the, for the total season in 2021, he went eight and seven, right? He had 3,144 yards. 16 touches, touchdowns, and nine interceptions. We're not even talking rushing. So he played 15 games that year. In 2022, he played 15 games again. He's 14 and one. He threw for 3,700 yards, 22 touchdowns to six interceptions only. Oh, I think, all right. So the 20, I think this picture is his first three weeks or first four weeks in 2022. And that's so his first. I can break, I can go and dive into it. What I'm trying to tell June. Because he's a delusional Eagles fan. He's like the delusional Cowboys fans. He's not a realist when it comes to his team. He's a biased. When you compare him to his play to other quarterbacks in the league right now, so we compared him to Brock Purdy. He, right now, Jalen Hurts is ranked number 13 in passing yards. Total. 13. That means you got Sam Howell, Tua, Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins, J.C. Stroud. J.C., J. yeah, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Justin, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Jared Goff, and Brock Purdy. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, 
All above Jay. Why'd you, why'd you emphasize Russell Wilson? Because we're going to get back to that, right? Russell Wilson gets criticized, but his numbers are not bad is the mm-hmm. team isn't playing well, right? Preach. Now you go if and that's that's yards. If we go to completion percentage, preach. Jalen Hurts is 15 a completion percentage. Jimmy G, Geno Smith, Sam Howell, Danny Dimes, which he calls Donnie Dimes, Kirk Cousins. You know, Jeff you know, Paul, you know, don't don't know how to pronounce people's names. Exactly. Baker Mayfield, Joshua Dobbs, Justin Herbert, Tua, Dak, Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen are all ranked above him. Let's go to touchdowns in the season. Oh, shit. Where's Jalen Hurts at? Number 13. You have Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Tua, Patrick, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert, Jared Goff, Sam Howell, CJ Stroud, Geno Smith, Jimmy G is tied with. Oh, so Geno, Jimmy, and Jalen Hurts are all tied. Oh, he's also tied with Mac Jones and Brock Purdy for the touchdowns on the season. And what number was CJ Stroud? CJ Stroud was tied up for 10th with Jared Goff, Sam, How- Sam Howell, and him. So, when okay. and then if you look at interceptions, so far Jalen's thrown what? Four, three. three. He threw a total of six last year. Six last year. You In t- 17 games. Exactly. Eight times three. So he's on a path to throwing about. 12, 11 touchdowns or interceptions. Exactly. The team is winning. Mm-hmm. There were games last year that the team that they were winning because he was winning. So that's why I'm saying he's not playing. Yes, you the numbers are comparable. Rival Zulu for a job well done. There you go. He got three rushing touchdowns this year, had four last year around the same time. His pass rating about the same. When I say that he's not the same, the team is not the same. That defense ain't the same. My problem with June is it's always an excuse. Last year when they lost Subo, oh, it was the defensive coordinator that lost in the game. But it was. But you can say it was. It was. Everybody says it. Jalen Hurts did his job. Did he or did he not? He did. Okay, next question. I'm not not arguing that. But it was. Yeah, no, I'm not saying so you that. You can't call him Delulu for saying that because that was the truth. Well, no, because here recently they struggled and he blamed the defensive coordinator again. It's a new defensive coordinator. Is what I'm saying. When are you going to blame the gameplay? When are you going to blame it on the players? We, we all know that he outplayed Mahomes in the Super Bowl. We all know that. And we Maybe all know that. Maybe he has a crush on Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not debating Jalen Hurts. If anything, last year, what left let him down was the defense. How do you have a defense that puts up 70 sacks in the season and can't get to ankle to Mahomes with that high ankle sprain? I'll wait. I'll wait. I don't give a fuck what play the coach is calling. They have a middle linebacker with a green button in the back to, to, to call audibles. You know what I'm saying? We all talk about players, like Nikki likes to say, oh, Trevor needs to play better. He's on his third year. He, that's not an excuse no more. They had veteran players on that defense, veteran players on that defense to make mm-hmm. the plays that needed. This year, the the if so let's let's do this. What if I'm gonna play the if game? What if the 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 commanders, instead of going into overtime, would have took advantage of the defense being tired and got the two-point conversion, then they would have beat them. What would have been the excuse then? The defense. <laughs> That's that would have been his excuse. The, the coaching, right? the, defense. Oh, the, the coaching, the, the yeah. coaching didn't call the right. Come on, no. But when they winning, he's not saying nothing about the coaching. 
And we all know it. Last year, this happened last year. Their first loss came to the Commanders. The week prior to that, they were almost they almost lost to the Texans. The only issue was that the Texans could not throw the ball and get the first down, but they could rush the ball. The following week, Heineken, nah, Heineke, he, they're out there, run the ball, pass when you need to, they beat the Eagles. All I'm saying is, the team is not the same, and you can show me these stats all you want. But now let's look at projections. At the rate that he's going, he's going to have double what he had in, in interceptions by the end mm -hmm. of the season. Yeah, but also you also got to put it on. Um, I won't put every single – I never put every single interception on the quarterbacks, you know, because no. what if he – wide receiver then run the route right Correct. or right. what if the defense like you never know what these defenders are going to do a as batted well. ball a tap yep. ball and, and you're right mm -hmm. but the other point i was going to make is jalen hurts every year every year what have, we've given him credit is that he's improved every year from his first but year to he's his such second a likable person he's so calm he's so poised yeah he's not in the media um, when he plays, you know, he doesn't play dirty. He's not a dirty, like, quarterback or anything of that nature. So we'll move on to the next one. So this is a shout-out to my man. He's in the NFL Hall of Fame. Period. This was this mm -hmm. was his jersey when they beat uh, the Cowboys. So shout-out. Good win, good win. Mm -hmm. All right, so we have NFL League leaders, leaders after week four. So completion percentage, we have Josh Allen with 74.8% completion percentage. Passing yards to a, what, 1,306. Passing touchdowns, Kirk Cousins with 11. Interceptions, we have Jimmy G and Daniel Jones both tied with six. Rushing attempts, we have um, Christian McCaffrey with 80. Rushing yards, we have Christian McCaffrey with 459. Rushing touchdowns, we have Monster and Christian McCaffrey with six. Uh, <clears throat> Receives, we have Nakua with 39 receptions. Receiving yards, we have Justin Jefferson with 543. Uh, touchdowns, we have Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs, both tied with four. Tackles, we have Zyar Franklin with 57. Sacks, we have Josh Allen, TJ Watt, and Khalil Mack um, tied with six. Interceptions um, that the defense picked, we have Whitehead, Jesse Bates, and Bland all tied with three. Field goals, we have Aubrey and Jake Elliott all tied with 13. And punt average, we have Michael Dixon with 53.5. Hey, them three interceptions by Whitehead, that all came from Josh Allen that one game, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It was because remember the um, remember yeah. the meme was like he threw three interceptions to number three for DeMar Hamlin. So that was his tribute. Yeah. Um, so... Yep, that's a good list. It's a good list so far. Um, shout out to TJ Watt. Shout no. out to Nakua. Shout out to Diggs. I got him in fantasy. Who else I got in fantasy? That's it. Diggs. And Nakua. That's all I need. And I'm winning. They're literally my bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, but listen, right. I'm, ha I'm happy for this young man. I never even heard of him. Which is crazy. I wish I would have picked them up. Right? Yes. 
Um, their first win in week one, they played the Seahawks, and he was going crazy. Um, but I knew he was going to be a problem because when I went to the training camp, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy right there, he's going to be a That's problem. That's right. You did go to training yeah. camp. Yeah. So, yeah, I picked him up right away. Got I had to. He he proved it. Um, so this one is going to make you happy. It was, it was a little throwback. What the NFL looked like 10 years ago. Passing leaders, we had Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Drew Brees, and Peyton Mandy. Russian leaders, we have Marshawn Lynch, Adrian Peterson, Alfred Morris, Jamal Charles, Matt Forte, and Shady McCoy. Receiving leaders, we had Alshon Jeffrey, A.J. Green, Demarius Thomas, Calvin Johnson, Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, and sack leaders, we had Junior, uh, Cam Jordan, Mario Williams, Greg Hardy, Robert Quinn, and Robert Mathis. Back when the NFL was just like Christmas every day. When you see these names, I think of Christmas and Santa Claus. And and that's and look at even the Sean McCoy's there. You know, Shady was nice. Mm-hmm. I, I even though I don't agree with his takes, you know, whatever. But I give him credit as a player. He's dope. And and mm-hmm. he he does speak his mind for certain things, which I think is awesome. But look at this list of people, man. Peyton, Drew, Matthew Stafford's still playing. Matt Ryan's not mm-hmm. playing. Rivers gone. Brady's gone. Uh, McCoy's not playing. Forte's not playing. Charles is out. I think Alfred Morris is out. PAP's out. And Marshall Lance is all out. Gordon, mm-hmm. you know, we, we knew his troubles. Antonio Brown, we know his troubles. Johnson's in the Hall of Fame. Demarius Thomas passed away, right? Yeah. AJ Green. AJ Green just retired. Just retired. Alshaw Jeffrey, I think he's still playing. But look at, look at all this stuff. And it's like, man, it was so different then. Mm-hmm. It was so different. Football Five, was completely different back in the day. Yo, talking about people talking about, oh, but there's no running back. There was a time Drew Brees didn't have running back. Mm-hmm. That's why he had over 5,000 yards per game per season or something like that. You know, his, right. his numbers were ridiculous because he didn't have run game. Like, right. You know, it, it's just crazy how the league was so different. Now we're worried about – imagine if, if they had – Look at these receivers and these and these quarterbacks. With the Imagine way, if they played in today's game. Exactly with the way the rules. No one are would now. talk about Patrick Mahomes. No, it wouldn't be. It'd be, no it'd be a landslide. These motherfuckers be throwing for seven thousand yards. You know <laughs> it's crazy. But we talked about that and how we remember watching some of the games back in the day with some of these quarterbacks, and you knew, man, like two minutes left, fourth quarter, they need a drive. And you Big could ben. see the wheels turning. You know what I'm saying? I knew, I knew Big Ben was going to do it. Right. Yeah. And, like, now it's like um, two minutes left, fourth quarter, you need a touchdown, they kick a field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> like you be going, you look like. That's literally how it is now, you know? It's um, very disappointing. We saw it on Thursday, you mm-hmm. know? Why kick a field goal when you're down by a touchdown and three points? Go for the touchdown first, two-point conversion, do a uh, onside kick, try to get the ball back, boom, yep. kick another field goal, you win the game. But they don't do that no more. But everything's everything. onside kick. Let's talk about that. Let, let, let's talk about that. Because to me, onside kicks aren't as useful and as big as they were back in the day. You down by a field goal, you down by a touchdown, right? You, you onside kicking. But you know, that's because analytics. That's because numbers. So, you know, the herd talks about it, how analytics come into play so much now. Back in the day, Sean Payton won the – you could say he essentially won that Super Bowl against uh, the Colts by kicking that onside kick to start. And the, they kicked the, the onside kick right before halftime. Yep. 
He he did that on that purpose. That was part of our was most iconic Super Bowl plays. Yep. And Nikki called it mid. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But it's mid because to her is mid because what was so spectacular about it. But to us as it the It changed the fans, entire the, like game. The, it changed the mindsets of the Colts. It changed everything about that game. He was playing chess. But still, I would say, re regardless of analytics, when time is crunching like that, like an onside kick is very pivotal, especially when it's less than two minutes left of the game and you're down by one scoring like down by one drive. Yeah, no, you you yeah, you're right. But I, I think it comes down to the coach experience right experience. Oh, if i was a coach i'm all like everything like <laughs> and, and, you know to me i would take advantage of it. i'm not gonna do it all the time but i'm gonna do it to the person that is overthinking the play so what i mean by that you have coaches that respect another coach right so they're they're thinking like I, I oh we know we know we know uh mcdaniels don't respect sean payton yeah so that that's yeah, so there there's some there's some people that don't respect each other. Exactly. So but, when you, I was gonna say uh, uh uh like a Tom Coughlin and Bill Belichick. They when they played each other, um I think the reason that Coughlin had so much success against Be Belichick's defense in the Super Bowl is because he was out. Co he was he 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 was getting his mind. Yeah, he he, knew he was how to seeing get what was Belichick. making him comfortable. He was seeing what was making him comfortable and completely changed the mindset. Yeah. to make them uncomfortable. But I understand, you know, coaches want to respect each other, but at the end of the day, you want to win a game. If you're down by seven and there's two minutes left, you kick, you throw that touchdown, mm -hmm. go for two, you get it, boom. If you don't get it, do that. On, no, you can't do it. Yeah, no, you can't. So you can you do an onside kick if you don't get the two-point conversion? Yeah, it's kickoff. Okay. It's kickoff. Yeah. The only, the only, the only problem is, see, so the timing, timing was everything on thing on Thursday's game. They had so much time that if they would did it right, you could hold that onside kick because the defense was getting home. On but I also side. feel like they don't because they don't practice it more. If you look at these onside kicks that they do now in the league, yeah, they're kicking it directly to the opposing team, like yeah. directly in the hands of the opposing team. When the Vikings did it, they kicked it directly to Devontae Smith, directly to him, you know? And I understand what the onside kick, once it hits that player's hand, they get tackled. The ball is more more than likely to come out their hands because they have to go low to get the ball. Yeah. But I would say still practice the onside kick because it's evident that the other team is going to get it the way they're doing it now. There's no – do you see, see some of the uh, the kickers? They run up to it and they do that little back behind the leg yeah. to get the ball to spin. I don't think you see much of that. And I, it probably goes back to what you're saying, that they're not practicing it much to get it to do that. You know, I think there's have to be a certain level of comfortability between the kicker and, and kicking that ball to do all that. But, I mean, creativity is the coach that's going to be creative and, and think outside the box. I would say about a good 80% of the time might come out on top with the win when it's successful. Because they're doing something that the other team is not anticipating. The Philly special, um, um, you know, the, the Sean Payton with the onside kick in the Super Bowl, um, all that stuff that you see, it's like if it works, it's iconic, right? If it doesn't, it's a judgment call. It's like, oh, look, you stupid. He wasted 
but they worked and they made they changed the trajectory of the game to a point where is 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 we're to, here we are years later talking about it, you know. So, all right, all right. Next one, top ten stadiums in the NFL per athletic. So, at number ten, we have the Steelers. Number nine, we have the Broncos. Eight Falcons. Seven Raiders. Six Chiefs. Five. Seahawks, four Cowboys, three Packers, two Los Angeles, and then one the Vikings. What well, is out of this list of the top ten? What is your dream stadium that you attend? That I want to attend? Mm -hmm, that you've never been to yet? Well, I've never been to any of these. Um, so if I had to pick where I want to go first. Um, I'm not saying this because it's you on the call. I would say Steelers. Oh, period. Um, after That's that, such a great stadium. I love it. Yeah, it'd be Steelers. Then after that, I'll probably go uh, Packers because I'm I, – And Nicole. Yeah, I love the Pack. I think the Packers are dope. I'm, you know, I was a big Vince Lombardi fan. After that, um, I'll probably do Broncos. And then it'll probably be the, the – then it'll probably be Raiders, Falcons – uh, Rams, Cowboys, then Vikings, Chiefs, and close it out. And this thing, Seahawks, too, I would like to go. I like the, I want to see the outside ones and leave the <laughs> indoor ones for last. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. And the only reason is because Raiders, Falcons, Rams are all fairly, and the Cowboys are all mm -hmm. fairly new. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be like state-of-the-art everything. You know what I'm saying? Where... You go to the Steelers, the Broncos, uh, uh, Seahawks, and, and Packers. That's all outside, and Chiefs is outside. So it's a little different feeling. But, yeah, that's how I see it. I mean, what about you? Um, For me, I, so I've been to the Steelers Stadium. I've been to SoFi. I love SoFi. SoFi is great. Um, out of this list of the ones I haven't been to, I would love to go to the Vikings Stadium. I would also love to go to the Raiders Stadium. So bad. Um, I've been to Atlanta Stadium, but it was for a college football game. But it's still a really, really nice stadium. I went with Florida State played um, Alabama in 2017. Um, but I would also like to go to the Packers and the Seahawks. I really don't care too much about the Chiefs or the Cowboys Stadium. or And the Broncos will be, also be nice. But the Chiefs and Cowboys, I really don't care to go to your stadiums. But I will if I have to once I make it. <laughs> yeah, I mean – yeah, I, I, that's one of the things where I probably say visit Nikki, and while I'm there, if I can catch a game, I'll go to the game, you know? I'll only go for Nikki, too. That's yeah. the only reason I'll go, because Nikki's there. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to visit every stadium, all 32 of them. Mm -hmm. I already visit MetLife, and um, yeah, I think MetLife, that was the only one I've been to. Um, I can go to the Redskins or, or, or Ravens game, but um, yeah, that'd be nice to see all of them. All right, two got to go. Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, Max Kellerman, and Colin Coward. Oh. Ooh, this is hard. I like the <laughs> herd. Max can go. Uh-huh. And Shannon's going to have to go. For me, it would be Max and Colin got to go. What? Are you crazy? 
I love Shannon and Steven and especially them together now. I'm obsessed with it. I'm so obsessed with those two together now on first take. So I really don't watch their show. I watch uh Undisputed. Um I like the herd. The herd, I like the herd too much. I think he 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 speaks um I think his takes are very uh um solid. He's very uh uh I think a lot of stuff he says are tr is true or it comes to be true. He also has his other platform um on volume with Shannon Sharp Cluck Shay Shay signed a deal with the herd under his own production or I don't know what late what he, he has exactly, but um I, I listened to his uh his takes on his own, the volume of or the vault or something like that. It's V, it's, it has a V on it. I, I like it. I like the herd. I like the herd. I actually listen to his stuff. Even when I'm driving, if it's on, I listen to it. I'll try to watch it. Very entertaining. He's very, I, I feel like his takes are very factual, or at least he has evidence to support it. Um, he's been screaming about defensive coordinated defensive coaches as head coaches are not good for rookie quarterbacks. He's been kind of proving it. Um, he's, I, I like him. I do. I do. Mm -hmm. If you say two have to go, then yeah, I'm, I'm you know, Steven's been in the game in a league. But in the game as a as a sports analyst for so long, you can't get rid of him. So I would mm -hmm. have to go with Max and and Shannon, but that's because I like the herd. I, I like Colin. I think Colin is dope. You know. Mm -hmm. All right. Now we're gonna play our game that I have for you, and then after that, we're gonna do our picks, and we'll get the other the other team's okay. pick. Uh, the rest cool. of our crew, the rest of our crew members. All right, give me one second. Let me pull it up. They're easy games, though. It's not. It's not too extravagant. Um, it's kind of fun. All right. So the first one, they're just questions. Okay, let me pull. Let me find my first one. All right. This one's gonna be a little easy. All right. What does Devontae Smith, Christian, Christian McCaffrey, and Gronk all have in common? Gronk, Mac, CMC, and Devontae Smith. Mm -hmm. Touchdowns in a game. What? You get three guesses. So that was your first guess. Don't look it up either. No, no, my hands right here. I'm not looking. I can't. That's too much. Um, damn, I I don't know. Um, what does Devonte Adams, Christian McCaffrey, and Gronkowski all have in common? They receive. They go both catch balls. balls. <laughs> 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 uh, Devonte Smith is black. He's not white, so you can't say I that. Uh, they don't. They didn't grow up in Buffalo, like he did. Uh, they don't have four Super Bowl rings or three like he does. So the, what does Devontae Adams, Christian McCaffrey, and Gronkowski all have in common? They're offensive players. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he said it's not touchdowns in a game. It's not. Mm -mm. 
receiving yards through the first three weeks, four weeks? I don't know. No. So what does Gronkowski, Devontae Adams, and Christian McCaffrey all have in common? They've all caught a touchdown pass from Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Devontae Smith? Devontae Adams. Oh, Adams. I kept That's saying the, Adams. Yeah, my I don't know why I thought Smith. I don't even I probably wouldn't even guess that anyway. Don't worry about it. Because I wouldn't even think about Jimmy G. <laughs> They've all caught a touchdown pass from him. All right. Now, there's five quarterbacks, right? Besides Brady. Which other five quarterbacks have had the most fourth quarter comebacks? Eli. Nope. No. Mm-mm. E- Eli Manning. Mm-mm. No. Mahomes. No. Der- or, sorry, Carr. top five. Top five. Derek Carr. Uh. Damn, bro. Peyton Manning? Yeah, Peyton Manning. Big Ben's on there. Big Ben's number two. Um, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is number four. To fourth quarter comebacks? Mm Mm-hmm. And Rodgers? Nope. So we got Big Ben, Peyton, Mm -hmm. Drew Brees. Yep, so you have Peyton, Big Ben, Drew Brees is number four. You're missing three and five. Phillip Rivers? No. Okay. Are we going far back? Like, back, nah. back? No, no, we're not at all. And you said Patty Mahomes ain't one. No. Um, I'm trying to think, man. You, you said Derek Carr's not up there. Mm-mm. Kirk Cousins? No. You want the answer? Yeah, because I'm I'm not gonna guess it. Andrew Luck and Matthew Stafford. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even thinking about them. I should have said Luck was Stafford number first. Three, Matthew Stafford is number five. I should have said Matthew Stafford because he was always coming from behind pause. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are There are seven teams, okay? Mm-hmm. There are seven teams with multiple letters in their logo. Can you name all seven in their multiple logo? Multiple Yeah, so letters. more than one letter in their logo. So you got to name seven. Patriots? And their logo. Like, think of their logo. Like the, this? Yes. Is there any letters in that logo? No. Oh, 49ers. Okay, 49ers is one. No, uh, yes, they have the SF. Yep, 49ers. Yep. They got 49ers. Um mm-hmm. um well the Steelers have logos, yeah. The Steelers have it. Steelers, um, yep. The Rams don't. Yes, they do for L.A. That's more than one oh, letter. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking about Rams. I'm not thinking about the thing. Yes. Chargers then? Chargers don't have letters in their logo. What about Titans? No, they only have a T. So it has to be multiple letters? 
Yes, more than one letter. Oh, New York. Yep, the New York Giants. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then the Jets do too. Jets. Okay, that's five. You're missing two more. Bro, you. This is a headache. Um. Raiders. Raiders. That's six. You're missing one more. I'm gonna give you a hint. It's two letters, and their main color is red. Cardinals? No. Oh. Bird. You said what? They have a bird. And it's cardinal. No, you is the Falcons? No, they have a bird as well. They just have a bird. It's Kansas City, Casey. They they do. Yeah, it's the arrow with the KC in the middle. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wasn't even thinking about them. All right. That's the worst. Now. Huh? That was the worst. <laughs> now, there's two more. Two more. Okay. Can you name the six NFL teams with orange in their logo? Browns. Okay. That's one. Bengals. That's two. The, it, uh... Steelers? So we don't have yellow. Oh yeah, I have yellow but not orange. Okay. You said oh, man, we don't have yeah, we have we yeah, we don't have orange, we have yellow. Yes. Broncos. Mm-hmm. Broncos. Yep. They have the orange fire coming up the horse's hair. All right. So we got Broncos, we have Bengals, we have Browns. Mm-hmm. Um Commanders? No, they don't have yellow or they don't have orange. They have the bears. Yep, the bears' whole logo is orange. Okay, so, so you got bears. How many teams is it? Six. Six? Mm hmm. Um, shit. The Jags? No. Cardinals? No. Vikings? No. Yeah, I don't know, girl. Oh, the dolphins. Dolphins have orange. Yep. That's 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 five. You have one more. Now this one, it's very tiny. It's a very tiny football in your logo. That's your only hint. It's a very tiny football in their logo. They're, the 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 football in their logo is orange. Hence their creamsicle throwback uniforms. Oh, you said that before. You did. You did. Um, you said you liked the way they look. Oh man. The Bucks? Mm-hmm. The Bucks. Okay. Good job, Frank. <laughs> I had to think about that, man, because I remember talking about it and you was yeah. like, you like it. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the last one. Okay. There are four NFL teams with a star in their logos. You got the Steelers, got the stars. Nope, those are diamonds. Oh, the diamonds? Okay. Well, mm -hmm. Cowboys? Cowboys is one. Okay. You said four teams? Mm-hmm. Whoever the fuck ever thinks about shit like this? The <laughs> Texans? <laughs> 
Yes. The Patriots? Yes. <laughs> you said four? The Jags? <laughs> A start. We got Cowboys, Patriots. Uh, who else I said? Texans. Texans. Man, I don't know. Who's the last one? The Titans. They have the stars around the team. Never. I'm not talking to you. No, no wait, you said who the fuck comes up with this shit? I was staring at your shirt and I was hoping he was going to say your team because you have a star directly in your logo. Mm-mm. All right. And last we have is our week five. All right. Let's do this. And we'll get the rest of our co-hosts later. So we already picked the Thursday night game. All right. So next we have Ravens at Steelers. Why you, I'm gonna go Ravens. I'm gonna go Ravens. If if the Steelers would have been playing like normal, I would have probably won Steelers, but they I they hit or miss and they're killing me in fantasy. So I'm picking I'm picking Pittsburgh because um secret I'm gonna be calling plays from my living room. Got it. Got you. All right. Next we have Jaguars and Bills. So I was initially gonna go Jags on this because they've been there the whole time. But after seeing what they did to the Dolphins and seeing that the Jags have been struggling, I'm gonna go Bills. I'm gonna go Bills as well. Okay, next we have Texans at Falcons. I'm going Texans. I'm going Texans as well. Next we have Panthers at Lions. I was going to go Panthers, but I'm going Lions at home. They're favored by nine and a half points. I'm going Lions as well because I'm starting golf because um, Chargers got a bye week. Next we have Giants at Dolphins. Dolphins. I think they're favored by 30 points. Let me see. Um, they favored by 12 and a half points. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. The over-under is 47. 47.5. Oh. I'm going Dolphins as well. Next, we have Saints at Patriots. So I'm going to go with the home team. I have to have it even, so I'm going to go Patriots at home. I don't yeah. know if the car is uh, playing or not, but I think uh, they can keep it close. Well, I hope they can. <laughs> Next, we have Eagles at Rams. I'm going to go Rams for the upset. This is where I'm on the fence, right? I, I'm so on the fence because I think the Rams can do it. I honestly think the Rams could upset them. So you know what? I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Rams at home, even though the Eagles mm -hmm. are favored by four points. Next, we have Bengals at Cardinals. <laughs> I'm gonna go Josh Dobbs. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cardinals. Like they almost beat the 49ers. They beat the Cowboys, and they kept it close with the um who they just played this past week. Uh, uh 49ers. Yeah. I'm going Bengals because <laughs> I'm a glad for punishment. I will be so mad Sunday. I'm just gonna be throwing shit. At what this. if the Cardinals upset the Bengals? It's over for the. 
Joe yeah, Burrow. That's it. They need to bench him for the year and let him heal. Mm-hmm. Next we have Jets at Broncos. I'm actually gonna go Jets on this one. Um I think I think Zach Wilson they can put it together. Um, Broncos are zero two at home, and Jets are zero and away, zero and one away. So I mean, mm-hmm. I think Zach, even though the Broncos are favored by two and a half points, but that's just the home advantage. And then we have Chiefs at Vikings. I'm going Chiefs. I don't see nothing from the Vikings that would make me want to pick otherwise. I'm gonna go Vikings. Then we have Cowboys at 49ers. I'm going 49ers. I'm going 49ers as well. And I hope it's a blowout too. And then on Monday, tell me, what are you doing? See, this is tricky for me, man, because the Raiders at home, the Packers. Um... Yeah, Raiders and Packers. I'm going to go Packers. You going Pats? I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Raiders. I'm gonna go Raiders. Go with the home team. I think we picked every single game except for the Cardinals, Vikings, and Packers. Yeah. What happened? I'm making a big chance. All right. Well, let me go ahead and say my piece, so you can say yours. Hey, right, another week in. Uh, a lot to cover. We did it in some good time. Uh, next week, we'll have everybody together and we'll be able to record together and have everybody's point of view. June, I'll wait for you to take you on again next week. I hope your team uh, doesn't play too bad because if not, it's going to be easy for me to win that one. But uh, yeah, so next week. <laughs> sure. Oh, we. Um, oh. Hmm? No, I was gonna say it's me or that's or, or you. Or you oh, no, 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 I was about to go. Yeah. Why are you looking at my mic? That's nasty. Then I'm gonna wash my Yeah. I'm gonna wash it. Get away from that. So, also, um, incredible week. Great week. Um, I hope everyone stays safe. We got football tomorrow with uh, college, and we also have Sunday coming up all football on Sunday. Um, have a safe week. Stay hydrated. And thanks for listening to Frank Presents a Play Call. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials. Show us some love and leave some reviews on Apple Podcasts. Bye.